we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for July 27, 2020. Now we're going to get into the uh, the whole scamdemic COVID-19. The first video I'm going to be playing is called The Coming COVID-19 Vaccine. Everyone should know this before it's too late. In 1975, one in every 5,000 kid has autism. 1982, one in 2,500. 1994, one in 500. Now, again, like I said, I grew up in that in the 70s, okay, in early 80s. I mean, that was when I was in, you know, elementary, grade school, high school, and I I never knew anyone ever that had autism. It was it was not even something that it was a term that would have been absolutely totally foreign because you know nobody had it really <clears throat> and if they did it was most likely from the vaccines that you know they were giving back then so 1975 one in 5000 kids have autism 1982 one in 2500 1994 one in 500 okay so then 2000 1000 one in 166 2004 one in 150 2009, 1 in 110. 2011, 1 in 68. 2013, 1 in 45. Projected 2032, one out of every two kids is going to have autism. Correct. In two, 2032, and I've said these statistics before, one out of every two is what they're projecting. Children will have autism. And I, I couldn't even imagine what the vaccine schedule would be like then. It would probably be well over 100 vaccines, if not 200 by the time you're 18 because this is you know it's it's a tremendous money-making scheme but it's also an incredible depopulation tool and also the defiling of the dna and the curses that bring you bring upon you when you are are getting vaccines cultured off aborted babies injected into you it's just a plethora of satanic agendas all wrapped up in the whole vaccine uh agenda that's catastrophic, right? You put the documentary out there. Tribeca turns it down. Robert De Niro, who is somebody politically would have typically disagreed with someone like you, but because at the time his 16-year-old son has autism, he's around 21, 22 today, he's emotionally connected to it, and he's trying to hold himself back. He says, I believe everybody should watch this, right? Okay. Yeah. Everybody starts looking at this. Emails you've gotten from both sides, people that have connected with you from both sides. What's been the best argument you've gotten from those who say, Dell, you're a fool, you're absolutely wrong, you're not even looking at it from this standpoint, why are you still doing this arguing about vaccine, this is a hoax, this is a propaganda, you're hurting so many kids' lives, you're doing this. I work on the doctor's television show, so I started asking every doctor I knew, including hosts on the doctors, and I said, if I'm wrong, show me where I'm wrong. This is Dell Bigtree. I want off this road. I mean, I'm, I'm all about the truth. Please show me, explain to me what I'm missing here. How is this data wrong? How is it? Show me a study that can disprove what we're seeing here. And I'll be honest, no one has ever actually done that. They cannot say that they're safe, period. Full stop, end of story. I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm anti-injecting, number one, products that don't do the safety studies, and number two, products that have liability protection, meaning I cannot sue the manufacturer if it does injure me or does injure my children. And the reason that's problematic is I know since they've never been able to be sued since the 1986 act that took 
all liability way, there's been no marketed incentive to evolve the science of vaccines. They have absolutely zero risk. So you know money people. Why would anybody spend money for no reason to evolve a product and make it safer than it already is if you can't sue them anyway? Vaccine, COVID-19, with them telling us the fact that, you know, it's the most important vaccine we got to take if it comes out. Now, obviously, at this point of the game, you don't seem very confident about any of the vaccines yourself. But if they come out with this vaccine and they're presenting it to us that we ought to take it, whether it's Fauci or Gates, how confident are you in us needing to take this COVID-19 vaccine? Well, not at all. In fact, I, I know you don't. For the most part, 99% of this country and the world do not need to take it. I mean, every scientific report has shown us that 99, over 99% of us, this is a common cold. That's just the fact. It's a common cold. It is only deadly for 0.26 now percent of Americans. Uh, and we're seeing even a decline in the death rates because I think we're actually learning that we're treating it incorrectly. So what we're talking about is a vaccine. And that's with all the fake numbers they're adding in. 99.74% of us don't even need. That's the case. Uh, just like a cold, this is going to be the sniffles for most people. And, and people say, you're crazy. No, listen to how many times they say the term asymptomatic carrier, right? That means someone that is so not sick, they don't even know that they're carrying it. Right. That is the greater body of people. And then if you're not that, then you're someone that just has a light cold. There's an acute extreme response for 0.26% of our population that have other life-threatening illnesses that are putting them in harm's way. And by yeah, the like if you're 80 years old in a retirement home and have respiratory issues and other health issues. Yeah, and just so happens that's where they put the COVID-19 patients to make sure those people are knocked off, essentially. And then they can add them into the COVID-19 statistics along with everyone else that's dying as of late and parachute and car accidents and you name it you're going to get added into the COVID-19 pool because the hospitals incentivize that they get what's like 16 grand for if you know they come up with a COVID-19 you know diagnosis and you know another 39 grand if they put you on a ventilator a common cold has always been dangerous from people that are on the late stages of heart disease or COPD or diabetes, and that's what we're seeing. But let's talk about this vaccine. Number one, I'm never against any vaccine that they recommend for people to take. Go right ahead, it's a free country. I have a problem with the languaging that this is gonna be forced. Bill Gates is saying he wants a forced vaccination program for all 7.5 billion people in the world. I believe that this pandemic has been blown out of proportion in order to force the entire adult population into a mandated vaccine program, just like our children are at. In fact, I've been predicting that for the last three years on every stage I speak on. This is, has been a goal by the WHO for many years, and now we're seeing it. I believe this pandemic is being used to create such difficulty in our lives. We can't go to work, we're losing our money. We have to wear a mask, we gotta stay six feet apart. We can't kiss, we can't hug. Also, they make us so miserable, so when they rush this vaccine out, we go, fine, I'll take it, if that's right. what it's gonna to take to get our lives yeah. back to normal. But know this, it won't just be that vaccine. The moment you allow the government to say you have to take it, you just bought into the vaccine program for every adult. And guess yep, what? Exactly. You didn't get the 54 vaccines your children are yep. getting. Now you have to catch up on 54 vaccines. Guess what? Yep. 270 vaccines are already approved and in the pipeline. Yep. You've never heard. So once you go into the system, understand, once you take that initial COVID-19 plunge, 
now you're in the system. Even if you haven't taken any vaccines or you haven't been on any kind of vaccine schedule up till now, now you got to get with the program. Now you got to get fully compliant. So you got to catch up on like maybe 50 some vaccines or whatever they're going to say potentially. And uh, that it's never going to end. This is why I'm fighting so hard tooth and nail to resist this vaccine issue, to resist the mask issue, because I know where this is going to end up if society, by and large, gives into this. And it will be a total satanic lockdown type of system that will hinge upon you proving your vaccine records. And that'll be like your papers, and you'll be required to show that wherever you go for any job that you have and wherever you end up or if you want to travel or do whatever. This is where this ends up. And thousands of vaccines are on tr in trials right now as we speak because the future of the industry is a product that doesn't test for safety, as I told you, has no liability, and can be forced on you by government mandate. It's the greatest product pharma's ever had, and it happens to be your future if you don't stand up for your rights. If you read every headline, it's telling us, Patrick, there's two words in a sentence that I think make it the most dangerous sentence. Sorry, this video is a little choppy, and I don't know why, but it's, it's kind of a little choppy. On the man. Every time you read, they are rushing the science. That is what we read in every headline talking about COVID-19. Yes. I'm not exaggerating it. We are rushing science. Yes. Now let's talk about this vaccine. It is not a brand new vaccine. It is not another version of a measles vaccine. They have been attempting a coronavirus vaccine since for the last at least 20 years. Very specifically since we had SARS, which was a coronavirus back in the early 2000s, multiple drug companies have been attempting to make a coronavirus vaccine. Here's what's amazing and I discovered in our research. Every single animal trial by all of those different drug companies and different approaches to a coronavirus vaccine had the same result. In every one of the trials, they used ferrets. It's a popular animal. I think it has a similar immune system to human beings. They gave them their trial COVID or coronavirus vaccine, and the animals seemed to be doing just fine. They would have said it's safe. Look, the animal's fine. Vaccine didn't hurt them. They even checked their blood, and they were having robust antibody production, meaning it looks like it really works. And they're probably all jumping up and down in their laboratories. But here's what happens. In an animal trial, you're allowed to go one step further than you're ethically allowed to in a human trial. That's called a challenge study, where they actually put the animal in contact with the virus. Can't do this with human beings. But they put the ferrets in contact with coronavirus, and every single one of the trials had the same problem. Instead of the antibodies protecting the animal from the coronavirus, the antibodies actually helped the virus attack their own immune system and it overreacted. They had serious upper respiratory conditions, organ failure, what's called a cytokine storm, meaning the immune system sent their body into inflammation and brain all over. Many of the animals died. It was so catastrophic that in these trials, you'll see at the end a caution that says, we should be very careful moving forward with human trials. Well, now we have just skipped all the animal trials and we're going into these small human trials that will never have the challenge study part of this. So what I'm saying is we are rushing a vaccine that was deadly in the animal trials. And when you think about the money, right, you think about money, you and I both know, where there's billions of dollars to be made, you will find people willing to uh, skip some steps uh, if it means winning the race. And I call this the amazing race. 
Bill Gates and most of the people in the world are saying this vaccine will be given to all 7.5 billion people. If this vaccine is a cheap vaccine at $100, that means this product will make $750 billion to the winner of this vaccine race right now. There are 100 companies in this race. I assure you, if they have a couple of missteps or a few problems, and they think, well, we can try and overcome them once the product is out, no one wants to give up that cash prize. And so I think we are watching potentially some of the worst science we may ever see. And now imagine if Bill Gates gets his wish. If the WHO manages to force vaccinate the planet, we all have to get this in order to get onto an airplane or to be allowed back into our job or to have the tracking app that's on our phone say, he's allowed to go to the gym, I have to have had that vaccine. If that happens, Patrick, and they didn't overcome this problem, which they're describing, it's called antibody immune enhancement. You've had Tony Fauci allude to this. You've heard him say, there's a potential this vaccine could make people more sick. Or Dr. Peter Hotez, who is actually a scientist that's attempted to make a coronavirus vaccine, he met with the Congress and said, we have this problem of antibody immune enhancement. So imagine everybody gets this vaccine. Let's imagine it's all by good scientists that think they've overcome the problem, but they don't know why it happens. They'll admit that to you. We don't know why this is happening. And they're looking at one strain of the virus. There's already 30 mutations, Patrick. What happens if we all get this vaccine and maybe it was fine with the virus that we came in contact with, but two years down the road, there's a mutation to the coronavirus. Oh, gu guaranteed the, the vaccine will be the thing that perpetuates this whole coronavirus thing and, and makes it probably a hundred times worse, which is what, what happened in the Spanish flu of 1918, 1919. It was the vaccine that it was actually the vector that spread the Spanish flu of night. I mean, hail and hardy one day, according to eyewitnesses, multiple, you know, eyewitnesses back in the day and dying of the black death the next day. Men, hale and hardy, one day, dying of the black death. It will be a very similar situation regarding this COVID. And, and granted, it's not going to be like you get the vaccine and you drop dead walking out of Walgreens or CVS or whatever, or wherever you get it from. Uh, but eventually that will happen. And, you know, th th there's no doubt that they will use it in that manner as a depopulation tool. There's been 30, maybe there's 70. Maybe the 71st mutation triggers this problem where it sends our immune system and instead of protecting us it attacks us right and now the death rate of covid is not 0.26 percent right. what if it's i think that's a big reason they really want to get this vaccine in us is they really want to get these numbers i mean they they don't want to have to they don't have a problem fudging the numbers but it would be much more advantageous from a satanic standpoint is if this COVID-19 thing was really bad. It really had teeth. Okay? It would make Satan's job, it would make the New World Order's job so much easier if that were the case. And the vaccine is really the vehicle to make all that happen. 5%. What if it's 10%? What if it's 80% of people start dying yep. because the vaccine is causing them... Yep to get more sick just like it did in 1918 1919 spanish flu protecting them and again if you want to know more about that go to the internet key in uh avion flu dr scott johnson and you can watch my my powerpoint presentation that, that i do on there you can order it from prophecy club
but they prophecy club keeps taking it down anybody that's ever put up the actual original and um i'll show you all the all the um documentation on it about 150 slides i went through that that took me three to four months to prepare i couldn't do something like that anymore that was in the infancy of my of my ministry when i actually able was able to have the time to sit down and do that kind of research and put that all together and then go on a 14 city tour i just don't have that time anymore but um that um in fact that was really the last time i ever really did any kind of public speaking just from a, from a time standpoint but if you want to avail yourself to that it's it's up on the internet here's what i know we have or up on youtube never seen a virus or a bacteria on this planet since the dawn of man that ever even came close to eradicating the species. But I believe rushing science and forcing everybody to use it, if we make a catastrophic error, there is no way to get that vaccine out of ourselves. And a mistake like that by people that I do think have a real God complex, that could be catastrophic for our species. I would just always caution, I better always have the right to choose what's injected into me and i'll read the science myself and think if i think that 0.26 percent death rate is really worthy of taking on the risk of a vaccine that killed the animals in the animal trial yeah amen amen so i thought that that covered a lot of bases it was very well put uh del big tree has a has a really good knack for doing that now going forward <clears throat> COVID-19 has been weaponized to demoralize and destroy the global population as the elites are now bringing in the New World Order. Uh, this is from the ministry, um, Now the End Begins. Friends, you should feel privileged to be living in such times as this, a time that the Bible calls the last days. Yeah, it is true. I'm a, I know you might not feel that way, but it is true that God did create you to be living in this time for that reason, for one way or another. You might, you might say, oh man, I wish I was living. Yeah, but it's not the case. It's just not the case. For one reason or another, God created you and I to be living right now in this time. So, you know, the night is coming when no man can work. We don't, you know, know when our last day is going to be. So I would just encourage everyone to just try to do as much for God and how, however he's convicting you. As much as you can now, because the night cometh when no man can work. So, going further, it says, A time the Bible calls the last days, it's coming to pass right before your very eyes. Just days ago, Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti rubber-stamped nearly 10,000 unmasked protesters, rioters, um, on the streets of Los Angeles. As long as you're doing something destructive and evil, you don't have to wear the masks. Beaming with pride at the long overdue social justice demonstrations those people were allowed to do anything they wanted to do but churches had to close and small businesses of every kind were shuttered uh what was his message the social that social justice is good and the church and the free market economy are bad switching gears remember that dr burks which is the one of the ladies that stands by trump when all the COVID 19 announcements are are made uh, she said that anyone who died of any condition but also had COVID-19, their death would be attributed to COVID-19. So it doesn't, as long as you supposedly tested positive, even though a previous flu shot would make you positive for COVID-19 because it's just checking for coronaviruses 
antigens of coronaviruses that may be in your system. You could have had the common cold two years ago and those antigens still might be in your bloodstream. A flu shot would do the same thing because a coronavirus is a broad classification. The coronavirus in general is just known as the common cold. COVID-19 is a class of the coronavirus. It's a bioengineered class, okay, that they created, but it's, they all lump it all together. So if you've, if you've uh, tested positive for COVID-19, and I just told you what will get you into that classification, and you die, your death, regardless of if it's you, you know, blow your own brains out or get in a car accident and die or skydiving accident, it will be attributed to COVID-19. And this is how they're pumping up. One of the ways they're pumping up all the stats, all the fake lying statistics. So that's line number one. Here in Florida, as in many states across the country, the infection rates are being deliberately misreported. That's line number two. They want you to be afraid. They do not want you to know that COVID-19 has less than a 1% death rate. And that's, again, if you're in the highest risk category, you know, one foot on a, on, in the grave, one foot on a banana peel, over 80 years old in a retirement home, and they put some of COVID-19 next to you, you know. So um, here in St. John's County, we, we have had a tenfold increase in supposed COVID cases. Sounds scary, right? What they don't want you to know is that only 12 people have died from it, roughly 0.6 uh, of all the cases that we've had COVID-19 0.6 of a percent COVID-19 is not going to go away anytime soon if ever because it has proven itself to be exactly what the new world order needed to roll out the great reset now I haven't covered the great reset yet I've been trying to get to it okay but it's part of the plan you know basically to get us into a cashless society uh, but just remember, Henry Ford tipped us off over 100 years ago. David Rockefeller tipped us off over 60 years ago. Bill Gates is tipping us off every time he opens his mouth. We have been warned this day was coming. Just take a look and see. Now, this is a quote from Henry Ford, uh, who started you know, the Ford Motor Company. In 1922, he said, and this is in 1922, it is well enough that people of the nation do not understand our banking and monetary system. For if they did, I believe there would be a revolution before tomorrow morning. Because see, in 1913, okay, which was I guess roughly nine years prior to this, we went on to we went the Federal Reserve was formed, okay, and then they started essentially printing money out of thin air, and and that was when things really really took a downward trend, <clears throat> okay, and then we have the next quote from David Rockefeller founder of the Trilateral Commission in an address to a meeting of the Trilateral Commission in June of 1991. Now, this is in the slide presentation to my avian flu uh, that I just talked about, posted on YouTube. We are grateful to the Washington Post, the New York Times, Time Magazine, and other great publications whose directors have attended our meetings and respected their promises of discretion for almost 40 years. It would have been impossible for us to develop our plan for the world, meaning world domination, and depopulation if we had if we had been subject to the bright lights of publicity during those years but the work is now much more sophisticated and prepared to march towards a world government the supranational sovereignty of an intellectual elite and world bankers is surely preferable to the national auto determination practiced in past centuries so that's david rockefeller next report Chicago to the churches comply with the coronavirus mandates or have your facilities bulldozed 
So this is where we're getting now with this insanity. Can you imagine if this continues, how much worse it's going to be six months from now? If this continues along. Two churches in Chicago are reporting that city officials have threatened to bulldoze their churches if they do not comply with the city's Wuhan coronavirus mandates, which currently restrict their ability to hold in-person worship services. Now, it's fine if, if, you know, 100 black people get shot every weekend in Chicago, which is kind of like normal there. That's fine. No problem. It's black on black crime. We don't care about that. That's all good. Uh, the, n- nothing on the radar. That's that's not now. If if a white guy, especially if he's a cop, shoots or kills a black guy in the in the process of committing a crime, oh, then the world's gonna end. I think there's a total of nine of them last year that that happened with, and the world's gonna need to end. And the whole George Floyd thing is evidence of that. <clears throat> Matt Staver. <clears throat> The founder and chairman of Liberty Council and legal representative of of churches said that the city has classified his clients as public nuisances. These churches are public nuisances due to their refusal to follow some of the city's coronavirus protocols on religious grounds. He further said that his clients were served a letter stating that the city has the power and duty to cause all nuisances affecting the health of the public to be abated. So these churches need to be wiped off the map because they're they're public nuisances and they're affecting the health of the public which is a total lie from the pit of hell this this meant that the city could do everything in its power to make sure that staver's clients do not hold any in-person religious services for the duration of the pandemic including the possibility of tearing down the property should they remain defiant (laughs) oh in life grand during an appearance on the todd starnes radio show Staver said that he is seeking an emergency injunction on the city's orders for his clients to cease providing their congregation with in-person worship services. So Matt Staver is a is a legal resource, I would say, for this. And um, you could just look him up online. Among the churches hit by the city of Chicago's summary abatement orders are the Elim Romanian Pentecostal Church. And I know one of my listeners has a definitely has a connection with that because they were the ones that informed me of this at first and then that's headed by christian ionescu and metro praise international headed by pastor joe wyrostek who told nbc chicago that he was warned to no longer hold services that have more than 10 people present at his facilities ionescu has received similar citations from the city other cities, uh, other critics of the city's coronavirus directives have pointed out how Chicago's crime rate is still very high off the scale and how Chicago's police department is spending an excessive amount of time policing churches and very, very little time cracking down on the violence plaguing the city that they're perpetuating. Of course, of course. Because if it's evil, then you let it happen. But if it's righteous, then you have to stomp it out because that's the day and time that we're living in now. Staver pointed out that in the interview that in a Facebook Live video filmed outside Ionescu's church, sounds of sporadic gunfire could be heard in the distance. But, you know, nothing to see here. Keep moving on. But, you know, the churches better comply fully. Then we have this. In Governor Newsom's California, even in-home church gatherings are now banned due to the coronavirus. The creatures of darkness are making war on the saints as the churches 
as most of the churches sit in silence and fear. In California, Christians are now largely prohibited from participating in any aspects of church life as the state continues to lob restriction after restriction on all places where its citizens may congregate church is not accepted and really they're the ones that are i'm sure are targeted the most even in home ga- because you know anything that that is not evil obviously satan has to target that's what this is all about even in home gatherings for fellowship are now banned under the state's coronavirus guidelines, effectively giving the government power to dictate what Californians can and cannot do, even in their own homes. In an editorial last, but again, as long as the 501c3 church puts up with, if if the 501c3 church would just collectively stop putting up with this and stop putting up with the mass mandates and, and push against these forced vaccinations that are coming, there would be enough power and enough public outcry within the 501c3 churches of America to change everything. But by and large, are you seeing that happening? I'm not. And that's why this ministry started a long time ago. Because I saw that the 501c3 church was gelded. And every week I go by, that is just further confirmed. They become a little more gelded and a little more silent, typically. Because of their bastardization of Romans 13, saying, you know, all governments are righteous and and you obey whatever the government tells you, you know, evidently, no matter what it tells you, no matter if it... Clearly goes against what scripture says. Well, Hitler used Romans 13 in the exact similar way during Nazi Germany to get his preachers to do the same thing that's happening now. So Hitler's a good precedent, a good righteous government there, you know. And again, if you want to know more about Romans 13 and that subject, just key in Romans 13, contendingfortruth.com, the search box, and you'll you'll find that all the teachings I've done on it. Um <clears throat> And any other subject you want to know about, because there's over 2,000 audios up there, I believe, at this point. Who knows? There might be three. I don't know. I just lost, I lost track. Um, but we've pretty much covered about everything. It's just about. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. In an editorial last week, Matt, Matt Staver, here's Matt Staver again, chairman of the Religious Freedom Law Firm Liberty Council denounced California Governor Gavin Newsom's oppressive limits on churches and Christians during the pandemic. First, Newsom tried to limit all churches regardless of their size to 10 people total in the building. Oh, that's practical. Staver wrote. Then he banned singing and chanting. So in California, singing and chanting are also banned in the churches. But you can riot all day long and loot and pillage and kill and steal and rape and murder. That's that's fine. If you're part of Black Lives Matter and Antifa, that's fine. And on Tuesday, Governor Newsom issued a new edict via the state's public health order dictating that about 80% of California's faithful may not gather for any worship, no matter how small the gathering. Again, Satan is never satisfied. You give him an inch, he takes a mile. You don't push back against it, he takes more. That's what's happening. Staver refers to an announcement made last week by Newsom's office that indoor services are now banned in more than 30 counties, including in-home Bible studies and fellowship. More More counties may be added by King Newsom, Staver went on. In other counties, the worship attendance is limited to 25% of the building capacity or 100 people, whichever is less. 
But singing and chanting is also now banned. And this includes in-home Bible studies and fellowship meetings. And better hope your, your, um, your little spy snarky neighbors or whatever aren't spying on you either. I'm not saying all neighbors were bad. I'm saying that, you know, the ones that would, would uh, go in for that. <clears throat> the same order that effectively bans church gatherings, Staver also noted, gives plenty of leeway for protests. All these wicked protests to continue. Under California's latest directive, you can engage in revolutionary riots, tearing businesses and neighborhoods apart, but you cannot have a Bible study with your friend or your neighbor, even in your own home now, Staver said. Liberty Council will be filing suit against Governor Newsom on behalf of Pastor Samuel Rodriguez, who is the president of National Hispanic Christian Leadership Conferences, um, or NHCLC. Staver also announced that this NHCLC represents 42,000 churches nationwide. Sam is also the senior pastor of churches in Sacramento and Los Angeles. The suit will include many other churches in college. Yeah, I agree. Anything that you can do to push back against this wickedness, I am for it. You know. Staver chided Newsom for using the tired old COVID excuse as his justification for stealing the constitutional rights of California Christians. Pointing to the empirical data from the CDC showing COVID has a death rate of about, and this is, Remember, this is with them adding all of these false stats in. This is with all the false stuff that they're doing. It has a death rate of around 0.26%. Not 2%, but 0.26%. About the same rate as a tough flu year, if that. And we even proved last week in Texas that the flu actually killed more people in 2018, 2019, far more than COVID-19 is killing this year. According to their own health department statistics from Texas, got into that last week. And then we have the next report. California to release 18,000 prisoners by the end of August. Now they've already released a, a ton. They're gonna release 18,000 more by the end of August to slow the spread of COVID-19. So they're releasing prisoners um, that some of them are pedophiles, violent criminals and sex offenders to slow the non-existent COVID-19. Again, it's just an absolute total satanic scam. Every bit of this at this point. Violent criminals, pedophiles, and sex offenders are being released by the thousands in California as Democratic tyrant Governor Gavin Newsom, who we just talked about, announced his second lockdown. Okay, so this is what we're dealing with here. Officials to the California Department of Corrections uh, the state is to release these 18,000 prisoners by the end of August um, and uh, to slow the spread of COVID-19. Officials in California say releasing the prisoners will help, will, will protect the health and safety of the incarcerated population. Because that's what we need to be worrying about. Pedophiles, sex offenders, and violent criminals. Their health from this non-existent at this point thing. Okay. Known as COVID-19, essentially. I'm not saying that when it first broke out, it wasn't a big deal in Wuhan because of all the factors that I got into before, all the, the contributing factors regarding that. But at this point, with the mutations that have most likely occurred within COVID-19, it's only going to be a risk factor for, like I said, if you're you know, elderly typically and you've got all kind of other contributing health problems. <clears throat> Anyway, let's go further here. These actions are taken to provide for the health and safety of the incarcerated population. Oh, yeah, right. We aim to implement these decompression measures in a way that aligns both public health and public safety. 
everything is a lie about this. Just all lies. Um, so violent criminals, pedophiles, and sex offenders are being released by the thousands in California as Democratic tyrant Governor Naz Newsom announced his second lockdown. Um, and he, at the same time, he announced a complete shutdown of indoor dining, theaters, bars, museums, and zoos due to an increase in the coronavirus cases. Additionally, Newsom's closed churches, gyms, hair and nail salons, indoor malls in Los Angeles and 29 other counties. And um, <clears throat> there's no end date to the lockdown. And Newsom said Black Lives Matter protests are also allowed and encouraged, I'm sure. So there's one devil to, to definitely pray against, one evil, wicked devil. Now, here's some multiple reports that I've received, some from listeners, some you know I've, I've seen online, multiple reports of how they're cooking the COVID-19 infection case number books. They're cooking the books, okay? Now, I've gotten into this to a certain extent, but I'm just going to keep going into this. Um, this was from um, a listener. And he said, secondhand account of untested positive COVID-19 patient. Here's another from a pastor friend of mine. Um, a pastor named Steve Cox that he knows. This is from a listener. And this is from this Stephen Cox, this pastor's, I, I, maybe it's Facebook, maybe it's Instagram. I don't know. I'm not really familiar. I know of two men in our community that went to get tested for COVID. They signed in, but the wait was so long they left. They were called two days later, that, and then they said they were tested positive for COVID. They didn't get tested, okay? Um, so, and then another guy said, that's not the first time I've heard the same thing happen. And then we have this, and I, I think I got into this last week, and it's from a nurse. Um, one guy said, I heard that the swabs already have COVID-19 on there. Now, let's face it. If people are testing positive for COVID-19 and let's say they're negative, they're totally negative, but they still test positive, wouldn't the swab have to be contaminated if that was the case? If there was any reliability to the test at all, meaning, yeah, it's there, the COVID-19 is there, but it's actually on the swab that's been contaminated. We're going to talk about more of this in a second. This guy said, I heard that the swabs have already been contaminated and they have COVID-19. And then this lady says, she says, I'm a nurse and me and my hospital put a swab in the tube. Okay, I put a, we put a swab, swab in the tube without swabbing anybody. Okay, meaning they just took the swab and put it in the tube and tested it. They did this twice, okay. And they both came back positive. Meaning they didn't swab anybody. They didn't swab their nose. They just took the swab untested and tested the swab. And it came back positive twice. Um, so then she goes on to say, this is what I heard from a friend of mine whose sister did the same thing. I was forced to believe my test was actually positive. So this is just, you know, standard standard fare. It's just what, what's going on. Then we have this straight from the CDC. These are all screenshots for the, for the PDF. This is straight from cdc.gov. So if your corona test is positive, it could be from the common cold. 
or from a previous flu shot. This is straight from the CDC, right off their website, a screenshot. I posted the screenshot, and it says, from the CDC, if you test positive, a positive test shows that you may have the antibodies from an infection with the virus that caused COVID-19. However, there is a chance of a positive result there is a chance a positive result means that you have antibodies from an infection with a virus from the same family of viruses called coronaviruses, which are, generally speaking, the common cold. And that could have occurred from what I heard up to two years ago. You could still have those, those antibodies. So if you've had the common cold within a two-year period of being coronavirus tested, there's a good chance you'll test positive just from that. If you've had the flu shot, you'll definitely test positive. From, from the literature I've seen. And then you've got the test kits being contaminated on top of it. And then all the other ways they're, they're, they're cooking the books and fudging the numbers. Here's another one. Secondhand account of untested positive. Uh, hey, brother, I was told last night, at, and I, I probably have read these before. I'm going to go ahead and read them again. I was told last night at church from one of our church members that one of their close friends, wives here in Philadelphia, went to the hospital waiting around to get a test. She had some symptoms with trouble breathing, but after a long waiting period, no one came to check up on her. So she started to feel better, and since nobody came to help her, she just left and went home. I keep hearing this over and over again. The testing lines are too long or whatever. Before any testing examination of any kind had occurred, she went home. She got a letter and or phone call stating that her test result came back positive for COVID-19. This is going on over and over and over by the thousands. And this is another way. And then remember, due to the contract tracing, they're going to automatically add 15 people onto that to average it out because they figure you've been around 15 people since you've tested positive for COVID-19. So they're going to automatically occur, add 15 probable cases in. And this is why we're seeing all of this garbage on Drudge and CNN and everywhere else where all these people are getting in all this stuff. It's lies. It's all lies. I was thinking about the terminology that's been loosely and mostly fraudulently used, which is this presumed positive. I would venture a guess that once a 5G cell phone-based contact tracing rolls out fully with all the mandatory apps in place, even if someone hasn't tested positive, depending on their contact with others, they will likely show up as a presumed positive. They're already doing that now. Yeah, they're already doing that now. Another guy named Jim Bryan, he says, I know someone that went for a test, filled out the paperwork, they ran out of tests, and two weeks later she got a letter saying she was positive. They ran out of the tests, but she still got a letter saying she was positive and was never tested here's another report untested man informed by state health department that he's COVID 19 positive there's another one i'm not even going to go into it but there's they're all over the place and then we have this and this is entitled don't get tested proof of nasal vaccine so here's another factor to think about with this because listen i'm not saying every single one of the test swabs are contaminated but what if it's 50 percent? i don't know because not everybody checks positive. So they can't all be contaminated. That doesn't mean, though, that there's not foreign DNA on the test swabs. Like the one video that I had played, okay, before that talked about that. Now, Celeste Salone seems to think that, you know, if you get tested, you're going straight and you're going to burn in hell forever. That's what she's telling everybody now. And I cannot believe that none of these people in alternative media that promote her 
videos are calling her out on this. It's unbelievable. Now I heard she's, I, I got a listener, a, a letter from another listener. I'm going to get into this. I, I can't get into it today. But she said, then she did another video with Dave Hodges that was implying that even if you've been blood tested in the past, there's a good chance that you're going to burn in hell forever. Really? Because they're going to use your blood or something or they're going to, I'm like, wow, talk about not laying a stumbling block before your brother that they can't bear. So I guess God's not big enough anymore. All we got to do is get tested now and we're all going to burn in hell. That's what she's saying. It's right off her website. I've got the verbiage. I went into this and that teaching, that brief teaching I did before. So I'm going to call her out on it. I don't know of anyone else doing it, but I'm, I'm not going to sit back and just let her spew forth that type of stuff you know yes there may be foreign dna on these things and maybe there is nephilim dna i don't know i don't know but to say that you merely getting innocently tested that you're gonna burn in hell and then the lake of fire forever flippantly and then just go right on in your thing like it's no big deal it's too bad for you you got tested you're gonna burn in hell forever well, let me tell you something. I know a lot of people that have been tested already, my listeners, and they still are naming the name of Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Their faith hasn't changed a bit. Now, would I advise getting, no, I would not advise getting tested. But I know these people that have been tested and nothing about them has changed. Now, if they were truly all of a sudden irredeemable and unsaved all of a sudden, they wouldn't be naming the name of Jesus Christ. They would probably wouldn't be contacting me at all because their conscience would be seared with a hot iron and they would be turned over to a reprobate mind, according to Romans 1, and they wouldn't really care anymore. That's probably the behavior you would expect in somebody that could not be saved. So I take great offense to Celeste Salome putting that garbage out. I think it's wrong. And it's, it's putting a stumbling block before your brother and it's causing a spirit of hopelessness to fall upon those that try to listen to her convoluted, unbelievably complex, almost incomprehensible lectures. I don't buy her act. I'm sorry. I don't buy it. I think it's an act. That's my impression. That's been my impression of her since I've heard her for the first time and that was well over a year ago. And the things that have occurred recently have only further solidified my belief in that. And I, I've had, I, 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 after I did that teaching, all I got from my listeners were confirmation that they felt the same way that I did about this, about Celeste Salome. I had one that was a little bit iffy, but everyone else, it was like, yeah, you're right. I feel the same way. I think she's way off base. She's saying things that are unbiblical. I'm going to get into this further in another teaching. And again, guys, this is why I'm not yoked up with anybody because I don't, I, I'm not going to, just because I'm buddies with you, if you're, if you're putting out some kind of soul damning heresy, I'm not going to just sit back and not call you out on it. I'm not going to just be buddy buddies and just agree to agree, agree to get along and just, oh yeah, okay, whatever. We'll just ignore that. If I promote somebody like her and 
I say, okay, I've got my rubber stamp of approval on her and she's putting out this kind of heresy. Well, then you would think that that means I think that she's right. Do you know the kind of hopelessness people are going to feel? If they feel like, well, I just got tested. I didn't know. And now I'm going to hell forever. It's, it's not right. It's not right. It's evil. All right. I'm going to go ahead and play this video. It's don't get the test proof of nasal vaccines. Is an intranasal vaccine properly restraining the animal's head and neck. Is okay. Key. Now they're showing, um, livestock videos of how they're of how they are um administering nasal vaccines in the livestock industry so i'm just going to kind of let this play and this is about enforce three respiratory vaccine a successful administration for larger cattle it is important that the animal is first properly restrained in a head gate or chute use the cannula or puppet device to give the animal two milliliters of enforce three in a single nostril be sure to use a new cannula for each animal to prevent they're the showing them doing this they're showing like a farmer doing this to the uh the cattle spread of pathogens make sure to grasp the cannula only by the collar when removing on the puppet device use a clean paper towel to wipe the tip clean between calves young calves may be too small for a typical head gate in the chute in this case, you may need to restrain the calf by hand or on the ground and administer the vaccination with a small syringe and cannula. Make sure not to extend the- I just, I just have nothing but compassion when I see anybody getting a vaccine. Human, animal, it's just, oh, good Lord. Only God knows what they're putting into these poor things. You know, and it's, it's an animal. It's God's creation. It's just, it's so evil. Every bit of this vaccination um, agenda is just pure evil. Calf's head and neck upward as this opens the windpipe, increasing the chance of fluid going into the calf's lungs. Always consult with your veterinarian if you have questions on proper administration of vaccines. And that's how you would... So there you can see how they're injecting through the nose the sterile diluent into the cattle. Right. that administers the vaccine yep and now let's see what they're sticking up the noses of everyone for these stupid right. tests and they've done they've used nasal vaccines with humans for years too this video describes collection for detection of COVID 19. there are no specific contraindications for collecting specimens with nasopharyngeal swabs however clinicians so they're going to show you a, a the video that again i know you can't see it but you can watch it I, I give you the link but the video is basically how you do this in a clinical setting like the 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 most you know um clinical way that you can possibly do this collection they're showing you how they do it to a human a real human should be cautious if the patient has had recent nasal trauma or surgery has a history of a markedly deviated nasal septum chronically blocked nasal passages or severe coagulopathy. Nasopharyngeal swabs are specifically manufactured to have long, flexible shafts made of plastic or metal and tips made of Dacron, Rayon, or flocked nylon. It is essential to put on personal protective equipment, or PPE, correctly and to follow the pertinent respiratory and contacted by the CDC. Finally, put on a face shield for eye protection.
No, all of this is just to administer. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's like you're going into like a biohazard level four or something. The equipment they're supposed to wear just to get to administer this test it doesn't make sense. I mean, it, this is way overboard. The test? Why? What's in the test? Exactly. Masks are recommended for all patients suspected of having COVID-19. Have the patient take off the mask and blow the nose into a tissue to clear excess secretions from the nasal passages. Remove the swab from the packaging. Tilt the patient's head back slightly so that the nasal passages become more accessible. Ask the patient to close her eyes to lessen the mild discomfort. And what you do with the tissue just in her hands? Lord mercy. The the nasal passage. I mean, you talk about they put those things so far into your head. I mean, it's clear at the back of the knee. I mean, we're talking like it's close to where your ear would be. That's how far they're putting it back into your head. Why do they have to do this when they could just get it from the inside of the cheek? Okay. They don't have to do this. And this is why I do think they're implanting something in your head. And whether it's it's foreign DNA, foreign Nephilim DNA, I don't know. Whether it's COVID-19, we know that's the case a lot of the time. Now, whether 50% of the test kits are contaminated or maybe just certain batches are contaminated, I don't know. But it's something very evil and very nefarious that they're doing here. And very incredibly invasive. To the nasal pharynx until resistance is felt. I can't even watch If this. you find resistance to the passage of the swab, Back off and try reinserting it at a different angle, closer to the floor. Oh. Insert the swab into the nostril. They're showing how far the swab is back, and it literally goes almost back to like where where the ear begins. They're actually showing an overlay in the video, and it's they're sticking it in that far into your head. Far this is going in just to get a test when the virus supposedly dribbling out of your nose or from your hands or your mouth countertop can get it well what's the whole point of wearing the mask isn't it that you know you cough and it comes out of your mouth well then it would be in your mouth they don't have to do this again it's all about what you'll put up with and also in this particular case i do believe to a certain extent they're implanting things in you and we know it's at least COVID-19 and probably even worse in some some instances. I don't trust them any farther than I can throw them. Why do they have to stick it so far in, folks, unless there's something else going on? Yeah, I agree. Oh, it's horrible. Ask the patient to reapply her mask. Open the collection tube and insert the swab into the tube. Break the swab at the groove. Discard what remains of the swab. Close the labeled collection tube and place it in a biohazard bag. Biohazard. Did you notice how they broke off just the end and set it in? So that's the activating agent at the end of it, folks. Now take a look at what happens next is he's having to put on this extensive PP protection gear and whatnot because of just the testing of touching the testing that they may have had the virus that they contacted it. Hmm. All of the CDC directions for direct processing of the swab specimen it's or way overkill. Placement of the swab in media with or without refrigeration. 
Remove your personal protective equipment, as shown here, or in accordance with the standard. Follow your institutional guidelines for disposal. So that means the contamination is going into our garbage? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is just evil. Pure evil. This video has demonstrated how to collect specimens from the surface of the respiratory mucosa with nasopharyngeal swabs. I don't know how this lady keeps it. In order to diagnose COVID-19 in adults and in children. As shown, it is important to use approved PPE and the appropriate technique to minimize the possibility of spreading the virus. You know, and how much proof do you need that they're contaminated, the coronavirus, is actually in the testing? Here it says the tests are contaminated with the virus. Not seeing that on Fox and CNN and the Trump dumpster talking about that, are we? He's showing some mainline report. Uh, The United Kingdom's efforts to ramp up public testing for the coronavirus suffered a setback Monday after key components of some tests due to be imported became contaminated with the coronavirus. How, How could that possibly happen? How could that happen? Unless it was by design. And then they supposedly, you know, they found out in this particular case. No, because they don't want you to know that the actual testing contains the deadly virus, yep. the deadly vaccine, yep. the deadly making you sick and sicker and controlling. And this is why they want to keep you in the masks for the, for the societal control. They want to get you tested to implant you with only God knows what and then ultimately get you vaccinated. It's all part of this satanic system, you know, to get you in full compliance with the hydrogel and this is from the uh you know u.s national laboratory of medicine the national institute of health ncbi this is may uh, april 2019 published mucosal nose vaccines and technologies there's an urgent and unmet need to develop effective vaccines to reduce the quote global burden of infectious disease in animals and humans and in particular for the majority of pathogens that affect via mucosal sites. Here we surmise the independent impediments to developing mucosal vaccines review the new and emerging technologies aimed at overcoming the lack of effective vaccine delivery systems that is the major obstacle to developing new mucosal vaccines. Well, I guess they figured it out. They figured it out. Remember, they were giving back sugar cubes back in 1960s for the alleged polio virus, which was really DDT, and according yep. to the National Institute of Health, it killed 98 million people yep. from the sugar cube yes. vaccines. Yes. Wake up, folks. Vaccines to combat zoonoses are particularly urgent. Combat. Military. What's Trump doing? He's bringing up the military to administer these yes, vaccines. Yes, he is. He is. But it's the tests, folks, we got to worry about. They're putting the vaccines, these deadly vaccines, and making us sick and sicker and control all humanity with the testing. Don't get the test. Hope this helps. Thank you, Pristine, for sharing this with me. I really appreciate it. Peace. Okay, now, <laughs> oh, after we just heard that, <clears throat> I got this this week from a long, long time listener. Kimberly, listener comment warning. She was, she was COVID-19 tested twice. But the second time was very, very different than the first time. I'm going to read this to you. COVID te- Now, uh, gr- granted, you have to understand, some of the stuff that I'm reading you, you will find no other place. Some of these testimonies, like that one I got about the, the seeds, 
from the face of the the Facebook group how she had friends in her Facebook that were planting those Chinese seeds. I hadn't heard that anywhere else. You're probably not going to hear this one either, or I haven't heard it yet. Uh, COVID-19 testing. I have had the scamdemic test performed twice on me. Okay. This is Kimberly, my longtime listener. The first time, because I was very sick and my breathing was severely compromised. I ended up in the ER or urgent care twice in the span of a 36-hour period. Having moderate asthma, there was always the possibility for a respiratory emergency and whatever I was trying, when whatever I had was trying to take me out. The second testing was done for surgery. The hospital here requires all patients to have the test done five days before procedure of any type with exception to life and death emergency before services are rendered. The two tests were radically different though. Both were taken from the sinus cavity via the nostrils. Okay, just like kind of what we described. In the first test, the facility I was, uh, the test the facility I was taken to used a Q-tip to take the sample. There was no discomfort other than a foreign object sweeping around up there. The second test, however, was far less than a pleasant experience. So in other words, the second test was very different. Okay. First, the nurse used a large Q-tip-like swab that would be used for treating a small wound with an antiseptic. Now, if you look at the test kits that on the video that I just showed you, the... the um, the little q-tip part of it is very it's thin it's not it's not big but evidently for her second test oh no no they used a large q-tip swab there seemed to be some type of agent on the swab now why would they put an agent on the swab if they were trying to get something from you like a test like okay they want to test if you've got covid 19 isn't it already pre-contaminated then if it has some type of agent on it I would think so. So there seemed to be some type of agent on this large Q-tip swab. My nostrils and sinus cavity screamed in offense of a burning substance that felt that felt that I felt to be on the swab. Now remember, she's just been tested like days prior. So she has a total test to compare this to with what it felt like this isn't like this is the only time she's been tested this time was totally different the stinging pain stayed with me as i blowed my nose several times trying to clear the offensive clear substance my eyes watered fiercely i immediately started praying that god would neutralize anything that was put in my body now again this is what i would say to celeste alone god can neutralize these things now again i wouldn't get the test if if i could at all possibly avoid it i mean they're gonna have to you know i'm not going through with it okay personally that's me i understand not everybody's in my in my situation i don't want to sit here and judge other people um i'm sure not going to tell you though that you getting tested is going to damn you to hell forever okay like celeste salome is evidently doing i heard it right out of her mouth anyway we documented that so she immediately started praying that God would neutralize anything that was put in the body. Now, God can do that. God, God created the universe. You know? He can handle that. Does it mean it's ideal 
and you should just line up and get tested and get the vaccines? No, I would, if it was me, I would avoid it like the plague. But is God big enough to handle something like that? Yes, he is. Then she says, praise God, the false positive testing was not something I had to endure from either test. So I don't know what they were trying to implant in her in the second test, but evidently it wasn't COVID-19 because if it was COVID-19 that was on that swab, it would have came back positive. I mean, I guess unless God neutralized it. I think it was something different. I think it was more along the lines of what Celeste and other people have mentioned regarding possibly maybe some type of foreign DNA. I don't know. Wouldn't, I mean, wouldn't this test be standardized? Wouldn't it be something that would be like the same test kit to the same test kit to the same, if it were valid and real? Why would there be someone so radically different than another, like she just experienced? If there's not something really fishy going on. And then she says, God truly does take under his wing and shelter um, his own in the face of our adversity. Well, you know what? She sounds like she's saved to me. And I've known her since the start of my ministry. And she's talking like a born-again Christian. So if there was foreign DNA on that, and let's say worst case scenario, it's Nephilim, I would say God was big enough to handle that and neutralize that because Kimberly's still saved. So she got the test and she's still saved because God's big enough to handle that. And it sounds like she got a real doozy of a test kit to me. Then she goes on to say, I will not allow myself to be tested again, nor allow my daughter to be tested. I am strongly advising everyone I know to not be tested in our conversations. Kimberly. So you probably heard it here first on that one because I haven't seen any kind of testimony like that. Let's go further. Residents of an apartment building in Ventura, California found themselves prisoners in their own homes as they were locked down in their own apartment building and subjected to mandatory COVID-19 testing and quarantine restrictions. Yes, this is going on in America. Natural News has acquired a letter that was sent. And the letter, I didn't post the letter here, but if you click the link for this report, you can read the letter for yourself right off their website. Okay. Natural News has acquired a letter that was sent to the property manager to all 78 residents of this seven-story apartment building, which is located at 137 South Palm Street in the city of Ventura, California. The building caters to seniors and disabled residents and is a government-subsidized housing. So a very, very easy little Mark beta testing center. Like you have a Mark, like, you know, um, some of you are trying to scam well, they wanted to beta test this to see what kind of public outcry there would be from not only the residents, but people that knew this was going on. We have confirmed the authenticity of this letter, which is shown below with certain redactions to protect the names of the property managers who are being subjected to these, these threats. The letter warns that all residents, and I give you pictures of the building, what it looks like, where it's at from an overhead view as well. The letter warns that all residents of the building are ordered to appear at the Palms Community Room to participate in mandatory testing. Now that Palms Community Room is in the building, within their building they're in, to participate in mandatory testing for COVID-19 on July 17th, 2020. Okay, so about nine days ago, 10 days. 
It states, all residents residing at 137 South Palm must be tested for COVID-19 virus. After testing has been completed, all residents must quarantine in their unit until the test results are received. Or what? What if you don't come down and get tested? You get the bullet in the head? I mean, where, where does this end? Is the, is the point I'm trying to make. In other words, 78 residents of this building were ordered to, to subject themselves to COVID-19 tests against their will, and they were essentially held prisoner in their own apartment complex. The letter continues, quote, effectively immediately, the Palms building has been placed on lockdown. The letter further explains, except for essential workers, no one will be able to enter or exit the building during the lockdown. In addition, security personnel will be posted on all entrances of the building 24, 7, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you've got armed security there making sure you don't get out on top of everything else. That's a prison. The letter states all residents' key cards will be deactivated during the lockout, so you can't get out. The only way you can get out is jump out the window. And that's probably not going to work out too well for you. In essence, 78 American citizens were imprisoned in their own apartment building in Ventura, California in a China-style medical prisoner crackdown scenario. In effect, the building became a kind of mini FEMA camp for about four days, during which the residents of the building apparently had very few rights all this begs the question though since when did the residents at this building sign any document waiving their constitutional rights as americans none of them did obviously under what authority are the people now held prisoner in their own homes in order to subject themselves to flawed medical tests that may cause them irreparable financial harm and and health harm if the res if the results are incorrect which there's a high likelihood that would be the case it depends i believe on the batch of the tests that you're getting i think it i think it goes by batches really because in this particular case 74 out of the 78 residents tested negative okay so it depends i believe on the batch of the test kits that they're using merely testing positive for covid 19 can result in people being subjected to lockdowns job discrimination social discrimination and long-term medical hassles merely for having a covid 19 positive test on their record in the building mentioned here 74 out of 78 residents did test negative thank god yet they were subjected to medical tyranny lockdowns and mandatory tests nonetheless people who test positive even if the results are false may be subjected to hundreds of thousands of dollars in medical costs even though they have never had covid 19 in the first place We've went over all the ways they, you can test positive for it and not actually even have it. And if they are unlucky enough to be placed on a ventilator uh, that may even be killed by doctors and hospitals who collect extra funds for each COVID-19 death they experience. That is the sort of draconian lockdown that is happening now in the United States of America. And this is a stark warning for all Americans. None of us are safe while the COVID-19 tyrants are in power, and that includes Donald Trump, because he's right on the spear tip of this. Right on the spear tip of all the vaccines, the funding given to Gabby. Yeah, he defunded who, but he gave it all to Gabby, which Bill Gates owns, which are the main ones that are going to be 
most likely distributing these death vaccines that are coming. And he's going to be, he said, he's going to be mobilizing the military when they come out to administer these vaccines. And that does not sound good to me when you have the military administering vaccines. That sounds like, okay, what if I don't do it? Well, then, you know, (laughs) you go to the FEMA camp and you're dealt with there is what it sounds like to me. Hope I'm wrong, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't trust anything about this situation at all. Satan has way too much invested in this. Then we have this. Florida Governor DeSantis calls for an investigation into why people are testing positive for coronavirus tests that they never receive. So finally, there's a governor. He's probably the only one that's actually looking into this. After learning that waves of people who were never even tested for the COVID-19 virus received mysterious positive results, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, a Republican, decided to call for an investigation into the matter to get to the bottom of it. Now, you know, whether anything comes of it, who knows? Probably not. It'll probably be swept under the rug. I don't know. But according to the reports, Governor DeSantis has asked the State Department's of health to look into the situation further well we should pray that all this comes out and and none of it can be hidden anymore he announced that it makes no sense whatsoever that people who were never even evaluated by a practitioner are now receiving anomalous positive test results that are being used by some to push for more lockdowns and mask wearing uh for that for that to come back positive when there was no specimen submitted is problematic desantis is quoted as saying so i've heard it is enough to be concerned about. As we recently reported, many of the Florida testing laboratories have been submitting boatloads of false positives to the official government databases, which has the major majorly skewed the state's infection statistics. Well, we gave you that report. Let me just let me give you the title of that report real quick. If you didn't hear that from a previous report, I did. Yeah, it was this one. Scamdemic, three hundred and thirty-three testing labs show 100% COVID-19 positive tests with no negative tests. Thousands of people, 100% positive for COVID-19. Now, let me tell you, those testing kits were all bad. We're all tainted with COVID-19 because you can't get 100% positive test rate unless all the testing kits are tainted. Okay? So, that's you know we we have that that was that was a report i I previously played from dave hodges uh now it appears as though the people who were never even tested are being told possibly at random that they have now the coronavirus which further skews the official statistics and makes it seem as though spikes of infection are occurring when they're actually not then we have this covid scam about to go mainstream Six hundred thousand people accidentally told they have COVID-19 accidentally. Hi everyone, Lisa Haven here. Well, a coronavirus testing scam is about to go mainstream as people all across the country are now reporting that they've been sent a positive coronavirus test result. The only kicker is they never actually went to get tested. Take a listen to this ABC News report. 
the most recent issue, getting back COVID-19 test results that aren't even yours. I get a phone call asking for me, and I said, yes, this is Mindy Clark, and they say, well, we want you to know that your test was positive. And I said, I looked at the phone like, positive for what? And they said, positive for COVID. And I said, there's no way possible. And she said, oh, yes, she said, you did the test. And I said, no, ma'am. Mindy Clark had gone to the drive. So again, yet one more person, and again, there's thousands of these that never even were tested, but now they're COVID positive. Testing site at Manatee Rural Health. But before she was able to get swabbed, she left the line because she realized it was for people with symptoms only. And I said, you need to take that off my record. She goes, well, we don't know now. You have to prove to us that you're negative. This is why you don't get tested. You don't get into this system. You, you, because once you're in their system, I mean, it could be like this where you can't get out. She tested negative just two days later and also tested negative for the antibodies. And according to many of our viewers, this hasn't only happened to her. So she had a test, though, that wasn't tainted. As the report made clear, many people across the country are experiencing likewise. In fact, many of you have emailed me and told me of a similar event that happened to you, similar yes. to the news report that you just heard. Right. Case in point, Mindy is not a sole case, and this is happening all across the United States of America. And I want to just remind you guys, please make sure you sign up at Restricted Repopping, where people are getting these tests results having not even tested how about another side to the corruption how about the fact that tests in some areas have gone missing take a look at this article here on ksl.com dozens of northern utah covid 19 test samples have been lost dozens of people got the news that they won't be finding out the results of their covid 19 tests the tests taken at the bridgeham city location of the bear river health department last wednesday were lost and it's estimated it's it's about 30 to 35 people will never get results for those samples. Imagine being one of those people whose tests got lost and then possibly having to subject yourself to a secondary test where you have to stick this thing all the way up into your brain. But you know, if that's not enough corruption, how about 600,000 people being told they have it when they don't on accident? Take a look at this article on mili AmericanMilitaryNews.com. Military TRICARE accidentally told 600,000 people they have coronavirus. TRICARE, the insurer for the U.S. military healthcare system, accidentally implied that more than 600,000 of its beneficiaries had coronavirus when it sent out a recent email requesting blood plasma donors from COVID-19 survivors. Military.com reported the erroneous TRICARE email, which went out to recipients of the healthcare system in 31 U.S. states in the TRICARE region. The email appeared as a call from Humana Military for recipients who have been diagnosed with COVID to donate their blood plasma also known as convalescent plaza, which researchers believe may be used to help treat future coronavirus patients. Thankfully, they have since admitted their mistake to the 600,000 people they sent the email to. Now, that's not all. There's also governors saying that the increase in numbers could be a result of faulty tests. Take a look at this article on Newsweek.com. Florida Governor DeSantos suggests that COVID death toll is inflated, blames alleged test errors on testing industrial complex. Yes.
Absolutely. The question remains, is there a... Is he the only decent governor there is? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Your COVID testing scam that is now being uncovered? Are the tests even as accurate as they claim anyway? What's with all the missing tests? And what's with people receiving a positive test when they haven't even tested for the virus? Well, good question. Anyhow, I'd love to get your thoughts, comments, and concerns, please. Okay, so we have that. Um, go try to finish out a couple things here uh flaw in testing system causing more than a 50 percent COVID test to false positive a flaw in the manufacturer's coronavirus testing system used by labs across the u.s are causing false positives in a large majority of tests department of public health scientists in connecticut discovered the flaw in the testing system manufactured by thermo fisher scientific according to the department of public health scientists the affected patients were tested between July 15th and July 17th, and out of a total of 144 positive tests, 90 were false positives. That's an error rate of 62.5, and that is just the tip of the iceberg, okay? Because you could see this is a mess everywhere you turn regarding this. And then this last one before we go to part three, how everyone will test positive for COVID-19. We know that the prescribed PCR tests are not detecting the COVID-19 genome. Right. According to the CDC's own literature, the tests do not rule out bacterial infection or other viruses. Right. They are detecting all varieties of coronavirus, yes. including the common cold and counting it as COVID-19. Yes. This is the biggest scam in the history of, of the medical profession, really. The, uh, the scale that it's on, it is the biggest ever. And it has been pointed out for months that the geographical locations experiencing the most cases of COVID also seem to have active 5G technology. Yes. Absolutely. After a video went viral in which... which was one of the main uh, factors in the Wuhan. They had just installed 20,000 5G base stations in Wuhan. I mean, it was absolutely, totally, it's absolutely saturated with 5G. And that was why it was the perfect city to to unveil the COVID-19 coronavirus in because the 5G um, ramps that up like nothing else. David Icke suggested that 5G is somehow responsible for positive cases of COVID-19. YouTube deleted it and began deleting all videos on the subject, including a video we made that pointed out how on October 31st of 2019, Wuhan, China became the first major test bed of 5G technology. In late June, a new scientific research paper entitled 5G Technology and Induction of Coronavirus in Skin Cells was published. This paper gives a scientific explanation of the relationship between 5G technology and the coronavirus. Unlike 4G or other radio waves, the 5G millimeter waves can penetrate the nucleus of a cell. The DNA then acts as an inductor. It reacts to the 5G waves by producing an electromagnetic field. Like a shadow, the shape of the electromagnetic field reflects the hexagonal and pentagonal shapes of the DNA base pairs. This electromagnetic field produces holes in the cellular liquid. Hexagonal pentagonal voids are created in the nucleoplasm. 
And to remedy this disturbance, extra bases are created to fill the voids. These bases then join together to produce coronavirus-like structures within the cell, which the PCR test will read as a positive case of COVID-19. Right. So all you have to do is be near a... Uh, I mean, granted, there's a lot of ways you could test positive. A common cold in the last two years, a flu shot. Now there's this. If you're in any kind of 5G saturation, that this will actually create coronaviruses. Maybe not necessarily the COVID-19 coronavirus, but it will create coronaviruses in the system that will make you positive for the test. Just being around the 5G. The more closer in proximity you are to that, the higher likelihood you're going to test positive. The exosome. The exosome was discovered in 1983. Exosomes are created naturally within the cell to clean and repair cellular damage. Both exosomes and COVID-19 are the same size and shape. They both have the same ACE2 receptor and they both contain RNA. Exosomes behave and appear the same as a virus. Some scientists even claim that the so-called virus is in fact the exosome. Since the discovery of the exosome, over 200 microbiologists have been murdered, committed suicide, or died in a suspicious manner. If you question this mystery, you're undoubtedly labeled a conspiracy theorist. And if you question the current unproven virus theory... They're showing all the people that are have been found dead um all these doctors that have been found dead were labeled a science denier the only socially acceptable solution that you are allowed to accept is an experimental vaccine that will alter your dna yes which ultimately raises the question who owns your body for infowars.com this is greg reese yeah yeah it's just it's so unbelievable the satanic agenda now to bolster that i'm reposting the article here or posting the article here nih admits 5g can actually create the nih the in national institutes of health in america okay who is i believe what's like a 50 percent owner in the moderna vaccine i believe admits 5g can actually create coronaviruses within the human cells an international study shared on the National Institute of Health website found, and there's the actual study, I gave you the screenshot, the whole nine yards here, found that 5G technology is absorbed by the skin cells and can alter DNA in a way that actually produces coronaviruses within the human body. And then it goes on to say it's like all these science scientists from Marconi University, Central Michigan, First Moscow State Medical University claims that 5G millimeter waves stimulate dna in a way that causes cell nuclei to produce coronaviruses now not necessarily covid19 but coronaviruses and like he said all you've got to do is test positive for a coronavirus and that includes you as a covid19 positive that a coronavirus is, is again just the common cold typically when you refer to it so that's all it would take in this research, we showed that 5G millimeter waves could be absorbed by dermatologic cells, which are your skin, acting like antennas transferred to other cells and play the main role in producing coronaviruses and biological cells. 
to produce these viruses within a cell, it is necessary that the wavelength of the external waves be shorter than the size of the cell. Thus, 5G millimeter waves could be good candidates for applying in constructing virus-like structures such as coronaviruses within the cell. The study goes on to suggest that cancer-causing qualities of the 5G are due to how it alters the DNA in the body. And can you imagine when they start vaccinating all these people, how the 5G is going to react with the vaccine and remember they're saying with the vaccine you've got to get like one like was it like two the first month because the antibodies wear off so quick and then you'll have to get one every three months for the coronavirus and and only god knows what else they say you so again if there's not just unbelievable pushback to this now there is going to be a a ton of of people with their dna so defiled and most likely their conscience is seared People you might have known before that seem like kind of upright, decent citizens, they're not going to be the same anymore. I, I really believe that. This is going to change change us, our DNA. And we're not going to be, you know, if you, you go in with for this, you may not be fully human anymore. Especially when this vaccine, these and only God knows what that's going to entail. I mean, we've given you a multitude of different um, vaccines they've got in development. And they all altered the, the, the DNA of the body. That's the common denominator. And many of them are cultured off aborted babies to boot. Okay, way over on time for this part. And God bless you. And we will see you in part three.